Hey, you're rocking with your girl SOJ Best, and you're tuned in to Wigs Off. Let's get into it. And we're back, season two, episode. I don't know what episode this is going to be yet. I need need you to know. (laughs) And I'm with a very special co host, my friend Brittany. Hello, hello. And she's here with me today to record what we're coining the art of self care. Sunday. Yes. Yes. Self-care Sunday. Take care of yourself, girl. So what did you do for Valentine's Day? Because this is how many days after Valentine's Day? Two, three, maybe? The weekend after Valentine's Day? Well, as someone that's been single for quite a while, (laughs) you know, you would think I would have a routine set up for (laughs) for Valentine's Day. Honestly, it's Uh funny. My uh, boss is a female. She let us go early saying it was a happy Valentine's Day. And I'm like, girl, I ain't got nowhere to go. (laughs) Oh, that's dope. Yeah. So after like fighting through traffic, I almost stopped. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get me some wine or something like making my own Valentine's Day. Yeah. And for sure, I got me a whole bottle. Oh. A whole bottle. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, destroyed that bottle. <laughs> and decided, I was like, you know, fuck, I'm gonna have my own Netflix night, right? And I'm thinking, oh, I'll watch romantic comms or something like uh-huh. that. Girl, I went down this dark hole. I started watching documentaries. Documentaries <laughs> on Valentine's Day? Girl, this is how I know I'm getting older. Oh right? my God. I, I watched a documentary about American factories. I watched it. <laughs> on Valentine's Day? <laughs> I, I wanted to stay away from love, right? Uh-huh. I just wanted to stay. And I'm not trying to come off as like that bitter bitch, yeah. right? I just don't want to like be aware of it. So I stayed off Facebook. I stayed off Instagram because everybody's got their... We wishing Valentine's Day to all our friends. Like, bitch, yeah. I don't need your love. <laughs> I'm good, you know. It's just sad because, you know, I don't even have a dog. So, you know. You, some, oh, yeah, some, hey, Millie, bye, Millie. I know. I miss her so much. But, yeah, like, people even have their animals. Like, yeah, I'm just going to cuddle up with, like, what do they call these dogs these days? Like, Rover or you whatever. You don't think that's depressing as hell? <laughs> you don't think <laughs> cuddling up with your fucking pet is just as... Sad is not having a man or drinking a bottle of wine by yourself. Look, you know, it shouldn't be a competition of like who could be the most pathetic. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at the end of the day, we're in the same boat. But I, I I wish loved all my friends and the couples. Hope they had a great night. Yeah, all that. Um, And just because you're single doesn't mean you're unhappy. No, no, you can be single and perfectly content. Right, and I think I've almost perfected that to the point where now. It might be a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, no. I, I perfected it, but no. I mean, who couldn't go out that night? Like, there were, like, definitely a lot of events out there for, like, singles or people that wanted to do stuff. But I think sometimes... It was. It was a lot going on. There was. And so, I mean, there was that option, but I was just feeling... I was feeling the house. Girl. In that bottle. <laughs> I had the not-so-bright idea of taking my niece and nephew out for dinner. So... Every two weeks, I make it my business to spend time with my niece or nephew. Mm-hmm. And I started with my niece a couple of months back where I'll let her pick the restaurant and we'll just go and have a girl's day. Oh. My nephew cannot stand to part fucking ways with his Xbox or PS4 or whatever the hell he has. <laughs> so he's never involved. Right. I normally just bring him a doggy bag. So this week. I had a little extra money from working overtime, so I asked my nephew, I was like, hey, I'm off on Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to take you? He was like, oh, yeah, T.J., we can go out on Valentine's Day. I was like, cool, it's a deal. My niece heard me and bombarded her way into our me time. It was supposed to be about my nephew this time. Right. But my niece just could not stand to not be involved. So long story short, I'm in the middle of Red Lobster because my nephew fucking chose Red Lobster. I wanted him He's to choose. He's got good taste. I wanted him to choose Longhorn. I wanted Longhorn. You want the biscuits, girl? No, no <laughs> hell no. So I'm in the middle of Red Lobster wondering what the hell has happened to my life that I ended up in the middle of Red Lobster on Valentine's oh Day with two fighting ass kids and I'm just going back and forth like... Jesus, take me now. I even texted my brother and was like, I'm finna leave your fucking kids here <laughs> and bust out on their ass. He's like, that sounds like a plan to me. I was like, bet. <laughs> was it like was it like a sudden epiphany? Like you were just sitting there and then you just realized like, 
yeah, I'm actually here in Red Lobster on Valentine's Day with two damn kids. And, and I was like, this is the perfect birth control. This is the perfect birth control. True. Every time I think about my brother's life and how it's totally different from mine, I uh, I don't know how you do it. Right. My niece and nephew are a handful, and I love them to death, but the fact that I could give them back makes me happy. I think that's like why being aunts and uncles are perfect. <laughs> like you get perfect. them, and then when they get on your nerves, be like, "Okay, well, you we about to drop you off back at home. Yep, there you yeah, go. There you go. go. See you in two weeks. Pat they ass, <laughs> fill them up with sugar, whatever you got to do. Right. Go oh, on oh, home. You, you be setting them up. <laughs> you well, no, your- my girl, my niece, kids are so bougie these days. My niece, she loves like salmon hibachi and sushi. Oh wow. Back in the day, we would be happy if our mama took us to checkers or rallies. Girl, you were good if you got a happy meal. Okay? Because <laughs> right. you just wanted that toy. That's all you wanted. <laughs> I know all about that. So, like, are you, you know, because especially at our age, like, you know, people mm-hmm. are starting to, like, pop out babies and stuff oh. like that. <laughs> are you Are you still in that? Are you going to, like, a lot of baby showers or things like that recently? No, actually, my my closest friends... My circle, I would call them. I even include you in my circle. Or childless. <laughs> that sounds so terrible. That sounds horrible. Hold on, hold you on. Say it like that. Let me let me re, let me restate <laughs> Please that. Please do. Young professionals. Okay. Without children. Okay. That sounds better. Did you buy it? I, I guess. I feel like we should all have a badge, a society meeting at this point, <laughs> like real membership at that. <laughs> so I'm just like ah. I love my niece and nephew, but Valentine's Day could have been better. Oh. It could have been better if I had a significant other or somebody to just call me and say, hey, I'm cash app for your ass $100. You Dinner's and this cash app. I swear. <laughs> like, I hadn't heard from you in a while. I'd be like, you'd be like, hey, girl, you want to cash app me? I'd be like, well, good morning to you, too. <laughs> Bitch, you talked to me in two months. <laughs> this is so random. I randomly... Um, sent my brother and like maybe three other friends a cash out request for a thousand dollars, and I was like, "Show me if it's real." And, <laughs> and all I got was a lot of decline, decline, decline. Bitch, you crazy. Decline. <laughs> but I feel like there's like no expectation for it now. Like it was my brother's birthday, and yeah. so I was like, you know what? I can I can at least send him like twenty thirty bucks. Uh-huh. So I sent it to him. And I'm like, okay, he'll respond, and I'll just say happy birthday to him. Didn't hear shit. Really? <laughs> for like three days. And I was like, did you get the money? He's like, oh, yeah, I saw it, and I used it. And oh. I was like, so is this, this normal for you? People just cash out for you? Don't I say, wish it was. You don't say anything back anymore. It's just like, okay, I got money. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Am I in the wrong business? Am I in the wrong environment? Child, because I wish are somebody was just dropping cash out for me. Cash at me. I if I could remember what it was, that's how I don't use it, how much I don't use it. I don't even know what you my ID is, girl. Really? Don't use it. I'm well, more of a Venmo girl, too, if I am being honest. Somebody have said that once before. I, I have, I've never used it, so I don't even really know what it entails. I guess it's the same thing, maybe? It's, it's, I feel it's the exact same thing. I know it's operated by like PayPal, but I think uh-huh. what makes it different, and, and then again, like I said, I don't use Cash App like that, is you can kind of see... What friends are doing what, like when they send money. So you don't see the amount, but oh, you know what dope. it is. That's dope. So, like, <laughs> sounds sad. So, the stalker in you. Right. <laughs> so, like, for example, I'm planning a trip with some friends and they're sending me money so uh-huh. that we can pay on it. But I just saw, like, two days ago, my friend had, like, um, Venmo someone money for rent. And so you'll see, like, a house and money. You can use emojis and stuff. Or, like, someone, they went to dinner. You can see, like, here's money for food. So you kind of, yeah. like, know what people are doing. It makes oh, wow, it really makes me sound like a stalker. I swear <laughs> to God I'm not. But, like, with Venmo, you can just see, like, what your friends are, like, sending yeah. money for. Did and you I, see what people were sending money for on Valentine's Day? Or girl, no? I didn't look. I told you. I haven't. Oh, okay. You I haven't, stayed. You were disconnected. I have not gone back on. I feel yeah. like President's Day, I should be safe mm-hmm. to go back out there. I feel like the feed should be um, filled with new stuff by now. Now. Ah, so you you disconnected from social media, period. Oh, oh, I can't. I can't do it. I don't even want to see those. You know, there's always like a meme or some saying about like, you know, the, the summary of it's okay to be single. You know, it's empowering. You're just uh-huh. figuring yourself out. I'm like, I don't even want to hear that. Like, I don't want it to be anything. I just want it to be a day. This <laughs> kind of takes me into the topic of today, Self-Care Sunday. And for me, the art of Self-Care Sunday is basically staying hydrated, minding your own damn business and trying to live stress-free. Mm. And so 
when there's moments that I feel overwhelmed from just social media, period, I'll disconnect. Yeah. So that's my way of kind of like disconnecting from it, taking away some of that stress. And it seems like you did the same thing. What's the longest you've gone without social media? Um, three weeks. Wow. Three weeks. That's no, good. no Snapchat, no Facebook, no Twitter, no Instagram. I deleted it all. Wow. You so you seem like you're an active user. Like, yeah, I'm look, very active. Yeah. See, I'm like I feel like I'm in that category of people that have it. Yeah. But we don't actively use it. We kind of are just like voyeurs. Like we yeah. just we see what other people are yeah. doing, which can be bad in itself because you're not actually like contributing to the conversation. <laughs> uh, but I think the longest I've ever done is maybe maybe two weeks. But again, like I said, I'm not but using it. But you said it. you're not an active user. So right. you, you would think it would be easier for you to disconnect right. on like a, I'm taking a mental break. I'm off social media. Right. Fuck you, social media right. type deal. You think it would be easier. I don't know. At first, the first week was definitely a struggle. Okay, so I talked about it on the second episode with my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, during the Kobe Bryant tragedy, Yeah, I had to totally disconnect because my mental health was... Um, it was taking a beating, and I just realized that this is traumatic for me. Mm-hmm. And in order to preserve myself and my mental health, I had to disconnect. So I disconnected for a week, and I was actually supposed to push out season two earlier. Mm-hmm. But because I had to step back from social media, I, I I I didn't worry about it. I was like, it'll come out soon. Right. It is what it is. I feel like that's a conversation itself, like, you know, people's response to, like, stress or something Mm -hmm. that's too much is to step back. But, like, there's situations where you can't step back. Like, you can't step back from your kids. Mm -hmm. can't step back from your job. That's true. can't step back. I can't pay this bill. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right, right. You know, you don't have that option. But I I do think, as far as social media, that's one of, it's always a choice. Mm Um, and for me, I think I just made that choice a long time ago that I didn't want to use it, mm-hmm. but I, I respect in what it is, which is a way to stay connected with right. people. And I think we've kind of gone away from that connection aspect. Oh yeah, most only. definitely. Oh most yeah. Most definitely. So I heard you say something that some things you can't get away from. Right. So let me, let me beg the question. Is there a such thing as living stress-free? Cause we always hear people stress-free, debt-free, this free, that free. Can you truly live stress-free? I don't think you can. Yeah. I think that's what makes you... I'm making me sound like I know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but just as a person who's living their own life, trying to figure it out themselves, yeah. I think stress is like what is like an alert system, too. It like is. When you're stressed, like what is it that's causing you issues? You know, uh. um, And it can kind of have you reflect, but it also can kind of push you to like, you know do more, improve yourself. Like for me, my last job, Mm -hmm. I was stressed the hell out. I worked (laughs) too many hours. Yeah. My boss was a character, Um, but I never... Character in a bad way? As in a bitch? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, I was torn with her because um, I liked her as a person. Mm Mm-hmm. But her management style was shit. Was trash, She yeah. was definitely a micromanager, which doesn't help when you already doesn't help at all. work too much. Um, but, you know, so I was stressed at all the time. And so, I mean, you can live that life where, like, you try to just, like, take that that long shower. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, maybe don't, have that don't glass steal of wine. My eye. Don't steal that, my ideas, that child. Glass of wine. Or, or you can use that stress to be like, you know what, I'm tired of this shit. Yeah. You know? And I'm going to do something so I can get another situation. Not necessarily stress free, mm-hmm. but... In an environment where if it is stressful, it's something I can handle, yeah. right? I couldn't handle that situation. So you let it go? Uh, so I left. That job had been let go. Uh, and that was five years. So it wasn't like I jumped in six months and wow. I'm just like, I didn't try it. I I gave it my best, yeah. right? And I think sometimes when you're growing and it's uncomfortable, it feels stressful, but you got to like grow into it. Yeah. And I gave it five years. <laughs> you tried. It sounds forever in a day, right? Um, and even now, I'm stressed out of my new job, and yeah. I have it. It definitely... Is it less stressed than the last job? I think it's because I don't know what I'm doing. Like, when I came from, I was an expert. I knew what the hell I was talking yeah. about. I knew the people who needed, who could get me answers. Yeah. I knew what I was doing every day. When I came in, it was like, bam, 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 bam. Now uh-huh. I'm like, can you help me? Yeah, don't you don't hate know? that? Adults <laughs> hate to ask for yeah. help. and you... 
And that's stressful for me because I'm one of those people like, I want to know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I keep trying to remind myself, you've only been in here like six months. It's okay. But uh, just like, well, who do I need to talk to? I don't know her. Mm-hmm. I used to be able just to call people and just be like, hey, girl, blah, blah, blah. Give me these, you know, give me the answer or the information I need. So the growing pains. Uh, but other other stressors, I think I think we're meant to be stressed, but not to the point where it starts to deteriorate your life. Oh, girl. So have you... Do you have you ever heard of the term self care Sunday? Do you see it a lot? Do you hear it a lot, or no? Not necessarily Sunday, uh-huh. but self care it's, it's everywhere. Right, it's everywhere. Do you practice self care? <laughs> I mean, self care I've practiced as far as like I make it a mission to uh-huh. do it. Uh, maybe I do it naturally. Yeah, like today I like made sure like I handled some business for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't go out of my way saying, this is my Sunday. Don't interfere really? with Girl, it. Girl, listen. <laughs> listen, for me, on any day that I'm off is technically my self-care Sunday. Okay. So, child, on the seventh day she rested, whatever day that is <laughs> that she is off, she is going to rest. She yeah. is going to do whatever blink brings her pleasure. Right. Okay? So, when I walked in here today, though, you had the music blasting. You were cooking. You were, like, just vibed out in your comfy clothes. That's self-care. I guess that's a way of thinking it. I just was doing what made me happy. I guess that's self-care in So itself. that's like the basic premise of right. self-care. But doing don't what we makes do that you happy. every day? No. Like, if that's not... I mean... You know, okay, th- th- working a busy job or true. working a stressful job, you can typically just forget to breathe. True. And my Apple Watch has proved that to me. Oh, my God. Does it tell you to breathe? Yes. It tells <laughs> me to breathe. And then I'll sit back and think and say, I haven't took the time out for myself to take a deep breath or to just be alone with my thoughts. So if I'm at work and I'm being stressed out or if I'm having issues around me that are stressing me out, I'll go burn a candle and mm-hmm. just sit and listen to my thoughts or my music or whatever mm-hmm. brings me peace, which is typically something like um, Alice Coltrane or um, Nina Simone. I just have to have time to myself. Let mm-hmm. me decompress, get rid of whatever it is that's woeing me. And for me, that's a self-care Sunday. So for me, it doesn't matter if it's five minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. If I have time to just look at my Apple Watch and say, take a deep breath, inhale, exhale. Right. Then for me, that's what I needed to regain my peace of mind. Okay. Like, I think then probably I do that, but more so naturally they I'll think about it. Because it's so occurred to me. I don't want any more thoughts in my head than yeah. I already have. <laughs> I think way too much. Uh-huh. I mean, I even thought about what I was going to do today. Yeah. Right? So You thought about what you were going to do on a Sunday? It gives me... I'm one of those people where I have a better day when I know what I want to accomplish for the oh day. Oh, my God. So you a worrier? Not... I don't think that's worrying. I just think that's like... When you have a game plan, you're mm-hmm. more likely to, like, you know, when people talk about goals, yep. like a goal is not a goal until you write it down. Like when people say that, yeah. I'm one of those uh, opinion, like, okay, I want to do my hair today. Uh-huh. I want to cook today. I want to do laundry today. We think way too many thoughts to try to just remember it. Yeah. And so I just found that that gives me peace in the own way. Like, this is what I want to accomplish today. If I don't do it all, okay, cool. But I like to write it down. And... I guess that's maybe me naturally giving myself peace. That makes sense, though. I because I can't do if it. I can see the task at hand, right, I can check it off as I complete each task. I mean, think so about it. You sense. could be thinking something, and someone texts you. Yeah, the thought's gone, girl. My <laughs> listen, my short term memory in the last five years has totally deteriorated. I can remember something I did when I was five years old, 15 years old, three years old. But me and you can have a conversation right now. I could walk out your front door and be like, what the fuck did me and Brittany just talk about? Right. It's it's pretty bad. It's not an age thing. I feel like we're just bombarded with information in general. Like whether it's our phones, the TV, I mean, even just being in your house, you're just thinking about other things you want to do. Like I said, whether or not it's it's like, oh, I want to make sure I get gas today. I want to go grocery shopping. Like we just are constantly going. So Mm -hmm. if you can somehow alleviate some of that thought process, I feel like it makes you feel better. So I think that goes into like self-care. Like there's mental self, like self-care and then physical. You know, I think I more subscribe to what can I mentally do? Because my brain, it's nonstop, even sleeping. Like I feel like it's going 
all the time. All the time. It does. So I initially wrote this episode back in April. And, <laughs> and this is what I wrote about when I first thought of self-care. Uh-huh. I'm going to just read some of these out and you tell me what you think. Okay. Eating right, exercising, drinking water, minding your own damn business, protecting your peace, meditation, masturbation, knowing your body, knowing when something is off, taking the time for yourself, whether it's a spa day, taking a solo trip, seeking counseling, whatever it does. Whatever it does that brings you peace, Mm -hmm. I think is a self-care. I agree with a lot of those. So would you agree with the meditating? Do you believe in meditating? I have tried and Uh failed at meditating. Um, I kind of put my own little spin on it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not that I came up with it. Um, But I think, like I said, because I'm someone that thinks a lot, Mm -hmm. is when you like sit in silence, not even like with music. That's hard for me. Nothing. That's hard. And no one can do it. And I think that's why it's fascinating. Just try waking up in the morning, Mm -hmm. no sound, no TV, no music, no phone. Don't do any, don't talk to anybody. I'm clenching my chest right right now, guys. And just sit by yourself and you will be surprised what your mind will come up with. And a lot of times, if the, the first thing comes on my head is something negative, mm-hmm. then that kind of makes me think, okay, well, what's making me feel that way? Mm-hmm. I think sometimes you just have to, we don't tune into ourselves, and so we don't know what's causing us issues. We just oh, know that we're so unhappy. True. But why are you unhappy? That's so true. And sometimes the thing that you think, like, oh, it's that damn traffic. Like, yeah. this shit's ridiculous. Um, but maybe it's something else that happened that day besides the traffic that's giving you issues. So I like to just, like, sit with myself. And I'm not talking like 30 minutes. So your girl is always running late. So, (laughs) but like, you know, five minutes and just like figure out. That even seems like a daunting task. Five minutes to sit alone with nothing but your thoughts, no sound, no anything. Well, like when you, when I wake up and I wake up really early, Uh just lay there. You can give you snooze. I, see, I've you done that, it. but I normally have my phone in my hand at the you same can't. time. Okay. It's hard, and it's hard. Yeah, you can't do it, and you will like for a minute. You will be so surprised how your mind races. It's fa- it was fascinating to me when I first tried it. So, do you believe in affirmations? I don't do affirmations. Let me tell folks uh, what affirmations are. To affirm something is to state it as a fact, assert strongly and publicly. So an affirmation is the process of affirming something or being affirmed. Um, a quick example is every day I'll say, um, I'm grateful for, well, not even I'm grateful. I'll say I'm a strong, beautiful woman and I'm powerful and I control my own peace of mind. I'll say that every day, every day, every day, till I affirm it and I start believing it because for me, your tongue is a powerful weapon. So if you speak life and you speak affirmations, then you'll tend to have a more positive outlook on life instead of being negative all the time. Right. But you said not so much on affirmations for you. Why? No, I... I feel like it's one thing to say it. Mm-hmm. And you can say something like to your blue in the face, but if you don't believe it, what's the point? That's how I but feel. But that's the point in saying it. You say it until you believe it. Right. But it's one, I feel like also you say it, but like say, say I'm going to bring money and something to my life. You mm-hmm. know, you can say it all day, but are you doing something to bring that money into ah. your life? I, I guess I, I'm more of a, a doer uh-huh. in that aspect. So why not affirm in action? That's true. That's an option. Yeah. I just don't see it as a good use of my time. And I think that also goes to like, someone will tell you all day long, you'll see like those YouTube videos or podcasts or anything. They'll mm-hmm. say like, this is what you need to do for your self-care. Girl, but yes. I feel like like anything in life, like what is your diet or your lifestyle? You got to customize it for yourself. So true. I'm not true. kicking affirmations. Mm-hmm. I just know personally for myself, mm-hmm. it does nothing for me to stand in the mirror and say that to myself. It's not a one size fit all. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, like I said, it's to each their own. It just was never something that I felt was benefiting me. Oh. See, girl, that is so surprising to me because you would seem like the type of person that would stand in the mirror and be like, you a bad bitch. Right. <laughs> you got right. this bitch. I'm that bitch. I've, so, I've created a playlist. I have a music playlist where I got all kinds of songs that say that shit. But yeah. no, I'm not standing in no mirror saying that. I'll just see you as an as a Issa Rae standing in the mirror like, oh, you a dope bitch. You're Britney. This is what Britney is. Britney is going to do this. Britney brings peace. 
peace. Brittany needs love. Brittany brings joy. So the fact that you would say you're not an affirmation type, it, it, it threw me for a loop. So I'm like, what? I know. You don't believe in affirmations, but you do believe in the power of the tongue, yes or no? I do believe. I believe in the tongue, but I, I more so believe in the power of thoughts and ah. um, what you think. It goes back into saying, like, someone can, you write it down for someone and they read it out loud. But if it's not what they're thinking in their head or something that they truly, because I feel like there's a little bit of you that has to believe in it. Yeah. Um, but if you don't, like for me, like I have very much horrible body image uh -huh. issues, like still to this day, right? Ditto. And something I, I fight with every day. Mm -hmm. I could say, tell them blue in the face, like, I feel, you are beautiful. Yeah. You are, you know, your body is amazing mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, but until like I really started to like do stuff to get where I felt like it was true, mm -hmm. um, it, it it wouldn't be enough for someone to so say it to me. So even saying it every day wouldn't put you closer to believing it. I don't. I and I tried it for like. I mean, I'm not gonna say I did it for like 30 days yeah. or something, but I tried it for like a week. Like I had a full list. I printed it out. I stuck it to my bathroom mirror. Yeah. And I, after I brushed my teeth, I would say it. And then I would just stare at myself uh -huh. after I said it. And I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't do anything for me. But like I said, a, like different, different people to people. Yeah, different strokes, yeah. different folks. Yeah. So I made a list of my top three things to alleviate stress. Because again, like you said, we both have stressful jobs. Um, my first would be to staycation. Sitting at home, relaxing, taking a bath, burning my favorite candle, catching up on my favorite shows, listening to music, cooking my favorite meals, or talking to a loved one. Mm -hmm. um, my number two would be controlling my environment. Ugh, this is going to sound terrible. <laughs> I, Who are you about to say? <laughs> I, am, I am typically a controlling person, but I feel like controlling my environment, um, distancing folks who drain me spiritually and mentally, and minding my own damn business. For some people, that may sound terrible. I have to focus in on who I'm around, who mm -hmm. I allow my energy to, who do I spend time with, because you'll end up picking up habits from people that you spend the most time with. And it's so weird because when I was in college, I had a couple of friends who were just always down and negative. And, and I found myself doing that same thing. So I like to control my environment these days in my 30s. In my 20s, okay, I, I may have called you a friend. But in my 30s, no, you're an associate and I'm going to keep you at a certain distance because I have to control who's around me and who I allow to bring me down. Right. I believe in energies. Do you believe in energies? I do. I think, but that probably like feels, uh, feeds into the whole, like you find your group getting smaller and smaller yeah. as you get yeah. older. Um, and like, what is it that they say? Like you're the, the sum of your close five Fri friends. Yes. You know, I, I definitely, yeah, be yeah. I believe in that. I feel like, you know, if your friends are at a certain level, you're going to maintain that level. Yep, and then as you grow, hopefully they'll come with you. But sometimes, sometimes they friend. don't, yeah. sometimes they don't. And my third one is planning my next solo adventure. I started taking trips, solo trips about three years you ago. You never home girl. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never home. I'll text you and be like, I'm on my way to Texas. I'll be like, well, when you get back into the state that you live in, you let me know. <laughs> I don't know. It's something about planning a solo adventure that makes me happy. I even spent, Two days in Chattanooga to just um, lay up in the hotel, mm -hmm. go out and explore the city, and just spend time with myself. Right. Do you do you travel solo? Um, the only real solo trip I had was like two years ago, and uh -huh. that was like in Europe. And it wasn't it wasn't necessarily solo. It was solo because I didn't know those people. Yeah. But it was like a group of people the same age as me. But you didn't know those people. I did not. So it was and solo. You make friends very quickly when no one knows anyone, which I always recommend to people. Yeah. You get to that point where like there's things you want to do, and people say they'll do it with you. Mm -hmm. And I just got to the point. I was like, okay, look, I keep trying to offer it to and people. No one wants to go with me. I'm gonna go myself. Yeah. You can't wait um, around and you'll it, never go. Right. Yeah. And so. I that was the only solo trip that I've been, and I definitely want to do it again. And it was eye opening because it was like a week and a half. So when you think of solo travel, do you think of stress free or do you think of anxiety ridden? Because uh, since you're so goal oriented and you have to write things down and be in control of things and plan them, does traveling solo give you anxiety? It doesn't give me anxiety, but I do. I do prefer sharing with other people uh -huh. 
and I'm not really so much, I don't like planning trips. <laughs> I don't like the thought of like, okay, I got to get this flight. Make sure that when I get this flight, I rent this car. And when we get there, we're going to get this hotel and then we're going to go to these places here and there. I, I don't like to do that. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm usually friends with people that like to do those type of items. But I find when you're in a group, you find people in their group, especially if they've been there before. Yeah. And you can just go with the flow. I feel mm-hmm. like you should have a little bit of an itinerary. Girl, uh, a little bit of an itinerary, but not so structure right. that you take the fun out of things. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no, I've I've never really planned one just by myself mm-hmm. with no idea what I was gonna do. But I was just like, you know what? I'm going to Colorado today. <laughs> you know? <laughs> about to catch that flight. <laughs> I'm about to find me an Airbnb and just make that make that happen. No. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I could do that with no, I don't know. So I started the episode with staying hydrated and minding your own damn business. Do you think that minding your own damn business is a a practice of self-care? Oh, definitely. Um, I like to think I perfected that (laughs) to to an extent. Um, I think if you know, like we got enough going on in our own lives. To worry about other people's shit. To worry about other people. Yeah. Um, But I think... There is something when people want to share with you. Sometimes that's their own therapy. That's them unloading too, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, if you're able to take it and then when the conversation is over, let it go, then, like, by all means. Um, but I also find, in addition, like, to protecting yourself from other people, um, that you also want to make sure you don't share it right back. Right. I think a lot of people like to think they mind their own business, but then they share their own business out there too. Oh, that's true. Um, and so that's why I'm like a big believer in like when you have plans and stuff that you want to do, like keep, keep them, them to yourself, keep yeah. them secret. Like because yeah. people try to keep tabs on you, you know, like uh, or just try to like see how you're doing, and it might be in disguise. That's true. That's true. By making sure you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing. That's true. I one of the things that I had to learn was knowing when to shut the fuck up. I still struggle with that a lot because I always want to give my opinion on things mm-hmm. and how I feel and what I feel. Mm-hmm. And people don't give a shit about how you feel or what you feel. So I have learned in order to protect my peace, sometimes I just need to know when to shut the fuck up. Right. And are you offering your, your thoughts as like advice? Mm-hmm. Or are you just contributing to the conversation? Like, what are you doing? Right. What are you doing? You right. That's like that's you doing both. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, okay. So one one of the girls that I was working with, she made a statement to me that she says she tells her kids, "Do you want to just bitch, or do you want to be a part of the solution? Do you want me to help you fix it?" She didn't say bitch. I use the word bitch. Mm-hmm. She does not talk to her kids like that, people. <laughs> so what she said was, "Do you want a solution, or do you just want to complain?" Right. And I had to start thinking about that when I was shutting the fuck up. Like, am I trying to be a part of the solution or am I complaining? Because it's easy to complain. And so as of lately, I have really been honing in on shutting the fuck up, especially if I'm thinking something negative. Mm -hmm. I'll try to reroute my thoughts and be like, this is not conducive to positivity today. Cut this thought off. Mm -hmm. Or um, just stop. Shut up. Just shut up. Right. What about... Where, because there's, there's like, when someone comes to you, uh-huh. right, and they, they're asking for your thoughts or your opinion on mm-hmm. it, like, do you do you find yourself saying, like, maybe this is something you need to figure out on your own? Or, like, because when do you get to that point where you're like, there's nothing I can say? Yeah. And then it starts to, like, when you know that it's wearing on you and your spirit, like, yeah. have you gotten to the point where you're like, hey, I love you, but I can't help you with this? I have totally been there. Um, I'm not going to get very specific about the situation, but I had somebody that I love that was really going through something and she would call me every day, every day, every day to talk about it. And I would wear that baggage with her. Mm -hmm. I would listen to it. I would carry that weight with her and I would give her advice. And it got to a point where I had to tell her, I love you, but this is not the only thing that we need to talk about. Right. There's other things going on in your life, in my life, that we could talk about and share with each other that I'm just not willing to wear this baggage with you anymore. I love you, but for my peace of mind, I can't discuss this particular topic anymore. And she said to me, I 100, I 100% respect you and I love you for being honest with me. Right. Because I lost a couple of people who didn't have the wherewithal to be honest with me. And I said to myself, so that's what I need to start doing. Well, I'm always that way. I'm always honest with people, whether it hurts or not. But 
when the situation is different and the person means more, you have to think about your words and mm-hmm. use them wisely yeah. versus just a reckless mouth like sometimes I'll have. And to this day, that resonates with me. Like people are happy when you're honest with them. So if I can tell you things that will um, make you think about your situation in a different way and be positive about it, that's what I want to do. I'm not going to lend to the narrative that you're on if it's a negative narrative. I'm not going to do that. Oh, he ain't shit. He ain't doing this. This isn't going my way. I'm so down. I can't do that with you. Right. Because that's not the life that I'm trying to live right now. Right. I think that... That makes sense. Like part of self-care can also be setting the boundaries. Yeah. Whether oh, it's God. what relationships or like the work-life balance, you know, where do you draw that line where it's, it's needs to stay outside of it? So yeah. I never thought of drawing boundaries as a self-care art, but uh, drawing boundaries is a self-care art. You have to protect yourself and what you're willing to deal with and... You can't do that without setting boundaries. It's weird that me and my brother talked about boundaries on episode one of mm-hmm. the expiration date. And it was just, I can't even remember what the what the reference was. But, because um, I said boundaries, some boundaries are unspoken. Mm-hmm. And one of my other friends was like, no, how do I know what your boundary is if you don't tell me? And I thought that certain boundaries were just unspoken. We're adults now. You should know this is off base. And she said, no, sis, if you don't speak your boundaries, I don't know them. Because what's a boundary for you may not be a boundary for me. I agree with that. Yeah. I think it's almost like, you know, when people talk about manners when you, like, bring up kids, right? Yeah. Like, you, we were raised in the South, like, you hold open the door for someone behind you. Yes, ma'am. No, And ma'am. then when you walk behind someone else, they'll hold the door open. You're you like, say, thank bitch. you. Yep, <laughs> like, girl, she didn't hold the door open for me? Girl. Or you don't say anything to me? <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to hold this door open for you. <laughs> right. Like, I'm doing you a courtesy, but you also have to remember, maybe there's someone wasn't raised that way. That's true. So I think you, we can't assume that people know. Yeah. Um, because if they've been in, a, like, previous relationships where mm-hmm. it's friendships or romantic, and they were allowed to do those things, why can't they think they can do that with you? Ah, that's true. That's true. That's true. So I, I am. I agree with your friend about you can't, unless you speak it, how are they supposed to know? That's like, you know, women say things about uh, men, like how are they supposed to know? <laughs> you know? Because you grown. You're supposed to know not to do this dumb well, ass I mean, shit. I think there are like universal things that yeah. everyone knows you're not supposed to do. Yeah. I, I do agree with that. But like little nuanced things. Um, True. I feel like, well, maybe, maybe you don't call me five times within, <laughs> you know, an hour if I don't answer, yeah. you know, um, um, versus like cheating. Like, obviously, obviously, <laughs> obviously, obviously yeah. cheating is yeah. an unspoken boundary. Exactly. I had, since you don't believe in affirmations, I don't know what you're going to feel about this list. Let me hear. <laughs> Let me hear it. Let me hear it. <laughs> so these are some affirmations that I, uh, typically write down or say, mm-hmm. um, I take care of the world when I take care of myself. So it's like, how can I help you before I help myself? I have to help myself first, make myself whole in order to help you. I can't be out here broken trying to help you. Right. It's like the blind leading the blind. I agree with that. No, I do. You just wouldn't say it out loud. I wouldn't say it out loud in a mirror. Like Uh I I agree. Like I think affirmation, sometimes you read it, be like, yeah, let that, that sounds right. That resonates. Mm -hmm. Um, I just don't, I don't, the practice, mm-hmm. I think, is a better better way of saying it. Ah, you like the practice of it, not just the saying it. Right. So, again, it's not the affirmation, it's the action. Right. So, I think that, for me, I like journaling. And uh-huh. I know, like, <laughs> not the type, you know, when you're younger and you have your little cute. But, yeah. like, to the point where I maybe do three three or four lines uh-huh. a day. And because you never remember. That's just like asking. Is that journaling or writing down Things that you need to do. No, it's not even tasks. It's just like how I felt today. Oh, okay. Because um, you'd be surprised. Like, you can make, do you start seeing a pattern? Like, what's been going on? You've been kind of feeling this way the last couple of weeks. Ah. And and no one's saying, like, you need to write a page. Because that was for me. Like, I started, everyone starts off when they journal. Like, they got two pages. And then five months later, you find the book. I could write two pages easily right now. Right. But you're not trying to do that every day. Yeah, that's um, true. But I do think sometimes, like I said, as far as what the mind can remember, like you don't remember what you ate last last Wednesday. Hell no. Right. You don't probably remember exactly how you felt last Wednesday. No, but if you journal it. 
and right. you write it down. And I, and I think it can also just go into like, what what do you want to uh, accomplish? Like, is it is it that you want to make more money or is it like do better with your relationship? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can even write down your affirmation. Uh, like I said, I just think you have to customize for yourself. I just know what works for me is um, I got to get them, the thoughts out of my head yeah. and to put it on paper is helpful for me. Oh. Um, whether it's that I'm like, okay, this bitch was bothering me today. Mm-hmm. It's on paper. I got it out. I'm done with it. You know, ideally. <laughs> um, or it'd be like, okay, I felt really stressed out today. Traffic suck. Um, or I really felt a certain type of way mm-hmm. when, you know, my coworker said this to me. Right. And maybe you can flesh that out. But um, I think that would be a Leading to like the three things. I know you didn't ask me. Yeah, no. I was just I was just about to ask you that. Yeah. What would be the first thing that you did when you came home from a stressful day to decompress? Oh. Once you get in the house, not on the ride home. Mm-hmm. It's like you get in the house. What's the first thing you do? The first thing I do after getting out of my uncomfortable business clothes. <laughs> it sounds bad, but like for me, I do I do enjoy a glass of wine. I'm not gonna say that for people. Like You're a grown ass woman. You know, What's wrong with enjoying um, a glass no, of wine? No, I'm just you know for all other people out there that don't drink, but yeah. I do in glass a glass of wine, and I do practice that. Like I said, that sound mistake for five minutes. Yeah, like, that's what I like to do. Wow, I'll do it for five minutes, and then and you limit it to five minutes because no one's trying to think about all the crap in your life. You yeah. do it for five minutes, and then I'll even go call someone or I'll I'll watch TV. But if it's especially stressful, I won't call anyone. I won't talk to anybody because then um, I found that I would rehash it with people because oh. they're like, "Well, how did your day go?" And I'd be like, "It was good." And then blah 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 blah. Yeah. You know, like so this is rehashing it would be another way of reliving the trauma or the stress of right, the day. Right. So is that your reason for not sharing it? Um, I think that goes into just who I am as a person as well. Um, I very much was brought up or just that you know when you had issues you dealt with it. Mm-hmm. Um. And there was really, if you could deal with it on your own, there's no really use in sharing it. Because what are they going to do? You know. Yeah. And that and that sounds really harsh. It does. It uh, does. It uh, does. But I think. I think because I've seen the opposite of it. Mm-hmm. I have I have a cousin who um, definitely, when something goes wrong, she tells everyone, yeah. right? And I don't know if that's the right way to go about it either. Though. Right. I yeah. think there's there's a good mix. Yeah. I probably am not the most, uh, probably the best mix. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll probably like the whole range. I'll probably more extreme, but that's just, that's just the way that I am. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, you know, for, for myself, how I, I do it is... Um, I just have to think about it, like, what's causing you issues. I think a whole expectation versus reality is my biggest issue. Uh. Um, You know, when you, like, say, for example, this new job, Mm -hmm. like, I thought it was going to be something different. Were your expectations higher or lower? I I think it was expectations differently. Like, um, I even wrote it down because I just didn't understand, like, why I felt this way. Yeah. Um, So it definitely wasn't the money Mm -hmm. uh, because I make great money where I am now. Um, I did expect that I would be working from home. I wasn't able to do that here as I expected. Um, coworkers were a little bit different than I expected yeah. as well. So you just like, I, I wrote down like, what did I think it was going to be? And then what is it now? And what can I do to make it better? Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I just was, I'd be like, okay, you can't change it. <laughs> this is, this is what it is. And you can either like accept it or you can leave or you can just give it a try because it's not something that you're used to. And so have not sharing your your thoughts or your stress-related days with other folks, has it worked for you in the past? Um, Do you feel like you need to open up about it more? I have opened up a little bit more. I feel like there is something in sharing with someone because it gets you into the point where, hey, yeah, other people are dealing with it too. You know, Other people have yes. this issue. And one thing that my brother said um, on a previous episode is sometimes – when you share your experiences with other people, it's not necessarily the advice that they're sharing, but when you say it out loud and then you hear somebody else's point of view, it can make you think of other ways to handle the situation or other solutions on your own. So just sharing it will allow you a a different perspective. Right. And, And then there's also that you share it. You know what the answer is. You know what you need to do. And then you have someone like preaching to you or lecturing to you. Um, like for example, diet. 
We mm-hmm. know what you're supposed to do. You're yeah. supposed to like, eat less calories. You're supposed to Ugh. work out. Exercising, right. Yeah. Medi- yeah exercising. You know what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I could share that with you all day. That's not going to change the fact. Yeah. And so I, I think it does vary. Like I, I, like I said, I, I do share some things. Mm-hmm. And I do keep some things close to the chest. Um, I think that just makes me a very private does that call, person. Does that uh, cause or lend to your stress, though? It could be. Yeah. I, it definitely could be. Yeah. Um, it's not gotten to the point where it's like detrimental. Like okay. I said, I think I'm going to be stressed. It sounds bad, but I think I'm going to be stressed, but I think everyone is stressed. Yeah. Um, but I think you got to get to the point where it's not holding you back. Whether it's not like when you wake up in the morning, if you wake up and you just feel dread, dread, <laughs> exhausted, and you yeah. and you got your full eight hours and you're waking up feeling exhausted, annoyed, irritated, and it's bleeding out into your interactions with other people. You need to make a change. There's something going on there. Yeah. Um, but if it's just like, okay, all right, I, I'm going to be like in an hour of traffic or I'm kind of irritated when she asked me to do this. Typical stress. You know. Yeah. You move through it and you keep it moving. So what are Brittany's top three things to alleviate stress? Okay. Um, <laughs> for me, uh, I definitely enjoy exercising. Uh-huh. Um, Do you still kickbox? I love kickboxing. There's something amazing about it. And I'm very, I'm not a treadmill and like weight training person. Uh I love classes. Uh I think there's something about being in a class with other people and just the music and everything like that. Um, I recently, because uh, I don't have as much time, I do subscribe to like an on-demand type of gym thing. Mm-hmm. So you can do classes at home. Yeah. So I'm not even talking about like I'm doing like hour long. I'm doing 30 minutes a day. But the there is something to that serotonin when you work out that just makes you feel good. And so I started doing it in the morning now. Uh-huh. And I'm just like ready to go afterward. <laughs> so I love it. I think you just have to find what you like. Um for me, so one is exercise. Yes. And two, um, I definitely, like I said, journaling. That's a big one okay. for me. Okay. Um, and then three, I do think a stress relief is kind of hanging out with friends. Yeah. Uh, the good, the ones that don't contribute to it. Exactly. There's nothing like going over a friend's house and you're just watching movies talking doomsday playing preppers, perhaps great show <laughs> don't act like you didn't like that show she it will ch- have you watching some of the weirdest shit ever and then you'll go home and turn it on yourself and it's like oh my god she's trapped me i'm watching doomsday preppers or what was that show that we watched where the people were getting married for free oh, oh. the free weddings that shit was really weird but it's it called was- cheapest wedding <laughs> You should check it out on Netflix. It's definitely an eye-opener. Yes, when the LARPers, live-action role-playing. That shit was yeah. weird. That yeah. shit was weird. But, I mean, I, I like to watch crap like that because it makes you laugh and also not, life's too serious to watch really serious things to me. Do you typically get six to eight hours of uh, sleep every night? Um, I do. Really? I actually make an effort, like, on uh, my phone, like, you need to go to bed in 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, I cannot function without sleeping. It could be my anemia. <laughs> uh, but I do sleep a lot. But I'll still wake up exhausted sometimes, depending on where, where I am. <laughs> do you go outside and walk? I remember at the other job, you used to go outside for walks do, on your lunch. I still do that. I still like take a 15-minute, and I'll do a lap around the building. Yeah, is that just for a breath of fresh air, or is that more to exercise? More breath of fresh air. Like Even lunch, You know, I think it's typical that people have lunch with other people. Uh-huh. Um, unless it's just like... A ch- I need to like mm-hmm. it's a work thing I typically take my lunch alone and I typically like go in my car and just close my eyes for a minute if yeah. I'm not doing a lap um, I think for different people um, especially if you're as introverted as I am mm-hmm. um, you don't sound introverted today sis <laughs> <laughs> it's a rare. <laughs> I mean, I'm in rare form today. Um, that you need that minute yeah. to just like refresh before you hit those like next what four or five hours you got yeah, for the yeah. day. Um, so yeah, I I'm definitely of the fresh air, but I'm not. It doesn't do like as much for me. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a good little break. Staying hydrated. I agree with that. Oh my god, that water the, changed that my life. Is the <laughs> hardest thing for me. I could typically, I'm not going to say on a work night, um, I get six to eight hours of sleep. I probably get more than that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So I'm good on the sleep aspect. Um, some days I do take it for granted. Um, I need to work on that. But staying hydrated is my hardest task. 
for me, if this, I, I have a bottle of water sitting in front of me now. Mm-hmm. If this was a Coke, I could knock it down in like 10 minutes. This bottle of water, I will struggle with it for an hour. I think it's what you're conditioned to. Because yeah. I, I haven't had soda in forever. Yeah. But I mean, I'll put like a little Mio in my yeah, water. I, if could, I, I have to force myself yeah, to drink but, water. But um, it, it makes such a difference. You said it changed your life. It did. And it wasn't even like you see those people with like those big old water bottles. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm getting my 64 ounces. I'm like, good, good for you, boo. I'm like, <laughs> I'm doing good to get my eight ounces right here. But yeah. like once you start drinking it and like you really try to like incorporate it. So for me, the only way I could do it is mm-hmm. I just drink water. Like yeah. I didn't make it an effort, but whenever I was drinking something, it was water. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it you feel so much better. I could tell immediate difference when I stopped drinking soda. Oh, I need to start. I yeah. need to start. I what last week, about two weeks ago, I said I'm fucking done. I'm gonna make it my business to drink more water. And I was actually drinking about 70 ounces a wow. day. And that was pretty good for me, and I did feel much better. So I need to get back with that. I need to get back into the exercising because you only get one self. You get one body, one temple. One temple. And so we could talk about all the self-care in the world, but you have to take care of yourself first, and that starts by. Well, what do you find is the reason why you do the things that you do Um, that are not beneficial? Because you would think in your head, like ideally, as as someone that, you know, people are take care of themselves. They want to do well for themselves. Yeah. But what do you think it is is why we do the wrong thing or maybe not the Sometimes best Sometimes because it's easier. True. Out of convenience. Just meal prepping in general, just to use it as an example. Mm-hmm. It's hard to meal prep. It's easy to just go out and say, I have the money, I'm going to buy this. Or um, working out, I could stay in the bed today. Right. <laughs> you know? So it's just like out of convenience. Well, your self-care Or lack of motivation. That too. So your self-care of like taking baths, relaxing baths or stuff. Is that hard? No, girl. I have to. It's a prerequisite of right. my day that I take at least a 17-minute shower. I'm weird with the, the, the number seven. So <laughs> I, I thought it was oddly specific. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> so I have to take my 17 minute baths and, um, every day we have literally talked through the entire episode. Oh, have we? <laughs> yeah. Girl, this has just flowed so freely. It's been very fluid today that I don't know if we're going to have time for, um, Anything else other than the the affirmation oh, of the well, week? Go for it, girl. I'm, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> y'all, I'm going to need you to tune in. <laughs> we might have to do a, a, part, a part two. two. <laughs> right. So I'm going to leave you all on this note. Um, I stopped waiting for the world to give me what I wanted and started giving it to myself. And that is by Byron Katie. And I... Leave you all no stops. Brittany, it's been a great episode. Well, thank you. Super <laughs> nervous, but hopefully it went okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it, and we're out. Bye.